Yep, we're rolling. Cleveland Moto Podcast. We are coming to you from Cleveland Moto on the west side of Cleveland, Ohio. We're going to open up a bottle of booze. That's not going to make any noise. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Hey, 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 you get that satisfying squeak. Yep. Yep. And uh, so tonight in studio, we are to my immediate left about to take a pull of the... Are we bourboning tonight or are we, we're, we're scotching? I was beering, but... Yeah. No, we're single barrel. Yeah, we're... we're yeah, Evan Williams Evan single Williams. barrel. Delicious, as usual. It's very tasty. Yep. It's very, anyway, very declawed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Johnny Chrome, the one, the only. And to his left? Dustin. And to his left? Steve. And Phil Waters, a four. <laughs> yeah, good for good for you to get your medicine. And, and we made history on the last podcast. It's the first one I've ever missed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's in that machine right now. It hasn't come out of the machine yet. Yep. No, it hasn't because you had the machine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which was funny because the other day I was like, oh, I'll launch some podcasts. I'm like, shit. Ah, Phil's got the R2 unit. I got the R2 unit. So you can take it home with you and drop yep. some podcasts. Yeah. We, had a lot of, we had a lot of feedback over the last podcast we dropped. Everybody who was out there listening, yay! Uh, Liza hated the H, the outro. Uh, I can't. I don't know which. <laughs> I don't know which one it was, but was that the one where you said "fuck you, Liza." <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I said that. I think that was. Uh, Michael Fresh. Blame <laughs> <laughs> the guy that's not here. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Michael Fresh. Yeah. Um, in news. Uh, in news today, they just announced, uh, I don't know if they actually announced it yet, but to the dealers, we just found out that the new Zero motorcycles uh, for next year, they've changed the battery configuration to give you some more space. And it's really cool. They uh, they changed the, the monolith big square battery design to a tall skinny battery design, and that freed up a bunch of storage. Hmm. So on the side of the motorcycle, on the S model and the DS model, on the 6.5s, they're going to have this storage locker. There's actually a place where you can open it up and put a lot, quite a bit, quite a bit of stuff in there. So hmm. it's an onboard storage area. And then where all the zeros have had the little, uh, the goodie bag we call it the little zipper top goodie bag that just sat down in that fishbowl on top of your motorcycle. Well, what they've done is they've gotten rid of the goodie bag completely and they've created a nice hard <clears throat> plastic cover for it with a lock. So now you have a locking storage area right in front of you instead of that little Ziploc bag or that little zipper so bag. So basically instead of having, having a top case on back, yeah. you have a, a crotch case. Right, exactly. So like the Mana and uh, some and of the Hondas and BMWs, you have that storage area right in front of you. They're no longer going to produce the bikes in the color, like the colored plastic. They're actually going to paint. So they're, they're painting the bikes, which gives them a nicer finish. Um, I do kind of like the cast in plastic. So if do you I. Scratch it; it's pretty easy to to deal with that. But the uh, I do understand where the term that'll buff out right actually applies. Actually true. It will buff out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whereas the new ones are being painted, and they said that the paint finishes are more metallic and more uh, more attractive. Did, did they yeah. figure out uh, what to do with the those uh, the headlights on the FX series? That uh, magnify the sunlight and you could burn out yes. ants and yes. fenders. Yes. <laughs> but what they did say they did is on the FX and the FXS, they said that they've cleaned up the routing of the brake hose and the wiring stuff so that you have a much more clear view of the dashboard area. They've hidden and rerouted. Oh, yeah, because you can't stuff. see the turn signals. Correct. You can't see half the lights yeah. on the dash. So they rerouted all that stuff to make it easier to live with. So there's definitely some changes from zero for 2017. That's kind of cool. I think they're going to officially make this announcement at ICMA. So you're getting it. If, if Dustin drops this quickly, you'll be getting the information from us long before the rest of the world knows about those little Wee. cool upgrades. They're also upping the torque. 
Yeah, no shit. Oh, because that's what a zero needed yeah. was more torque. Was more fucking torque. <laughs> yeah, they're up at like 10 foot pounds on each bike. Jesus. Fucking, I mean, to go from 106 foot pounds to 116 foot pounds, holy smokes. So the FXSs are going to have 80? I think so. Yeah, it's well, 10, I'm, I'm glad we pounds. delayed on getting that motor. <laughs> <laughs> if wait till Hofford has 116 foot pounds in his FXS, <laughs> zip gone. Uh, if I read it right, if I understood it right, there's some very big news on the charge time front. As there is. Well. There's. They're more quick to charge, and uh, the one interesting concept they're doing is the idea of getting a bike that has the. Um, if you were to get like an S, a 6.5, small battery configuration, you got the storage locker, but you get the charge tank on top, Yeah. and that bike will now charge up in an hour and a half. Yeah. Holy full crap. Charge. Full charge. Wow. So from empty to a full charge in an hour and a half. Wow. It's going to make like, it's going to make your knowledge of where the level two charging stations are a real, real big deal. You're going to be like, I can go anywhere as long as there's a level two charger. See, that's a great thing with a company like Zero yeah. is that they're pushing this technology forward well, they are. like at an exponential rate. It's just mm-hmm. going and going and going. Whereas like a gas powered motorcycle that you bought twenty years ago right. is pretty much the same damn motorcycle <laughs> you're buying today. It really you is. You know, the difference yeah. might be fuel injection, you know. Yeah. It's, it's fucking Yamaha four hundred. It's exactly the yeah. same, same motorcycle mo- you bought mean, thirty some years ago. Yeah. And and in in a few years, Zero has taken their technology and just boom, boom, yeah, boom, boom, boom. They, they just, yeah. I mean the funny thing is they're not it's not like they're out there going, looking at the competition, see what the competition's doing, and then beating them. No, they're taking what they did last year, and they're beating that. Their, their competition is nowhere near where they are. So it's like, yeah. you know, we've achieved total market dominance. Now let's go further. You know, they didn't really need to one-up themselves, but they did. That's really kick-ass. No, it's, it's impressive. I it mean, I, I, I love seeing it. It's... Boy, I wish I could buy one. It's, yeah, well, it's, it's one of those games. Yeah. Tale of two companies. Yeah. yeah. On opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. You have zero American made. Yep. You have Harley with the with their new Milwaukee <laughs> 8. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, and I want to go off topic for just one second. Uh, Spaceman Spiff. Oh. The, uh, <laughs> Phil's about to tell a scary that's story. My, uh, that's actually my ringtone. <laughs> that's that's our, arms. That's our text in guest today. Oh, really? Our text oh, in guest? That's, that would be Christmas. He says, hey, can one of you effers yes. you can say drop fuckers. me off after the podcast? Well, yes. I'll drop him off. We're a twist. Sure, I'll drop you off, but I get to choose the destination. At the gay bar. Gonna take you to a gay bar. At the Lido Lounge. Uh, what I did want to say is... Can you say... Does that translate to... Boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and... Talking about things that changed over 30 years. In 30 years of technological development, 30 years, they've managed to not... Improve upon the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <clears throat> I haven't seen the news. Holy shit! Oh my god, it's bad. Uh, and my friend Nick Vanello said it's not that it's not that it's bad. It's that it was boring. Like mm. it's it wouldn't be bad enough that it was bad. If it was bad but exciting, then that's great. But apparently, he found it was bad and boring. I found that it was offensive. I'm like. 
Are you talking about the new one? The new one. Oh, haven't well, heard about it. There's a new Rocky Horror Picture show. So I, I heard Frankenfurter is now a black woman. Well, black. Yeah, yeah. Well, currently I think right. it's, it's a it's a woman. transgendered person. But okay. But who? It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, she doesn't do a but terrible Frank job. Frankenfurter wasn't a transgender. Transvestite. Trans- Transvestite. Right. And Still very much a man. The, right. Yeah. And he I was, was part of the deal with the a, original yeah. movie. He was the sweet transvestite for right. transsexual. Well, they did not improve. They did not improve one molecule of that movie. All they did was make it worse. Who plays Meatloaf? Yeah, I was just going to um, ask that. Uh, this, this, uh, this, this <laughs> modern. This, this modern this modern actor guy who's not big enough, fat enough, or talented enough. Or meatloaf enough. Uh-uh. Well, there's, the movie is broken on several levels. And Rocky is like a skinny little blonde kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With not a muscle in his no, body. No, it's a very weird... It's a very weird casting. The new Columbia is amazing. Uh, but it doesn't matter because it didn't need to get remade. Because the one that was made originally was absolutely perfect. They and just, has a fan base. It has a fan base, right? A rabid fan base. It still who's, sells who, plenty of copies. Yeah, who's, <laughs> who, who are probably like shaking their fists. They probably have pitchforks and torches. Oh, I would. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? I mean, there are so many people that live this particular movie, this event, and it has done so and so for so many years. And to have them trot it out and then redo it. I, I just didn't. I mean, ultimately, it didn't need to be redone. No, and it didn't. It's, it's the Ghostbusters too. That we're getting not, into all these yeah. movies now that just did not need to be redone because the the old one is still very active and very relevant in today's lexicon. So you don't need to redo it. It's still fine and does everything great. There's uh, there's no uh, there's absolutely no reason. If you, I guess, maybe if you've never ever seen Rocky Horror Picture Show and you wanted to see. This I you probably would be like oh it's really good you know it's all right it's fun and it's got music and everything else but the old one was better in every way it was far more textured and and the old one was never a good movie to begin with it was just a campy piece of it was yeah and weirdness and right. you know and that's what made it good yes you know I mean if if you were to pick it apart as a film it's a really shitty film well I guess you know by that same standard well. What is, I mean, mm. next year are we going to see a remake of Animal House? I just oh. hope they never uh. remake They Live. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, so, you know, since there's nothing new, I'm I came here to, to chew bubble gum and kick <laughs> ass. I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> I'm looking forward to, or I'm looking horribly against, the, uh, the new movie Stripes. There'll be a new movie called Meatballs. Yeah, so they're just going to redo. Are all. they really doing that? They'll do it. You know, uh, no. I, oh god, I'm totally making this up, man. <laughs> but they're they're releasing right now. They're releasing all these movies right this year that are all remakes of old movies. So movies that are still relevant. So yeah, fuck that. Don't don't care for it. Uh, it's my today. That's my Chris Smith rant. <laughs> Why'd you fuck with Rocky? Horror, they they should start re-releasing all the old Brando motorcycle movies. You know what? That actually that. Actually, would have a market for all the young Harley Davidson enthusiasts yeah. who are working so hard to recreate those historical motorcycles and stuff that were in those films and that were that lifestyle period item. Yeah. Have Brad Pitt play the part that Marlon Brando did? Oh, I would argue that Brad Pitt's too old already. Think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he, but he's in a, he, some, he's into motorcycles. Though. It would have to be some like twenty-five-year-old 
modern, whoever the fuck is popular yeah. right now, 25-year-old 25 25-year-old guy. Um, it wouldn't be a Brad Pitt. He's just, he's just honestly too old already to play the part that Brando and those guys played when they were in their early 20s. Sorry, Brad. Yeah. Hey, he's a motorcycle enthusiast. Got to love him for that. But. I, I yeah, he likes his Dakotis. house today. <laughs> I want to see the whole thing. You got to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Grindhouse I just is caught fantastic. The, yeah, I just caught the end of it. Yeah. And, and I was saddened. <laughs> you were sad that you only caught the end of it? Yeah, I didn't yeah. see the... You got to watch I the like the thing. girl with the machine gun leg. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. It's that whole oh, thing. Oh, that film. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. The girl yeah. with the machine gun leg. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's tons of fun. The uh, So one of the guys for homework today, I told the guys, and Chris Smith apparently is coming, but... So is Mrs. Smith going to drop him off? I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Or he's down the street at the one place he hangs out with and stumbling this way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually... He hangs out down the street? There's a place down the street he hangs out at. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it's that... Nursing Ir- home? That Irish joint. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So for our homework tonight, uh, we want to talk about... The monastery what, up Rocky okay. River? What motorcycle... In your world, do you, would your life just be better if you got rid of? Like, the cut. Somebody comes in right now and says, I mean, and this might not be applicable. This is actually for Chris Smith, so we'll save it. Um, <laughs> right, we'll save it for when Chris gets here. We'll put this little, we'll stick a pin in this one. We'll switch over to the second topic. <laughs> second topic is this. Chinese motorcycle. 250 cc's. Okay. You could have it in your driveway for under three thousand dollars. Call it three grand even. Brand new, brand new motorcycle. Oh, Cleveland Cycle Works. No, no. <laughs> no. There's, the reason I say it is because there's not just one. The AJS. Have you seen the AJS that's available mm-hmm. in England? No, AJS one twenty five. Wow. <clears throat> well, you pull that up while I'm telling the story about the other one. So the uh, uh, California Scooter Company has done a damn near knockoff of a BMW F style adventure bike. But oh, they, really? they do it in several different flat platforms. They do it in a TT, they do it in an adventure bike, and they do it in a sport <clears throat> bike. Is that what I see out in front of that? They're called Cyclones. That T-Rex place? I don't know if that is. I this I think that's from a different company. Okay. I don't think it's a California because it's a it is a K, that one's a total KTM ripoff. Totally. That I mean, looks like a every time I pull by, I'm like, oh, they have a KTM. No, they don't. It looks like <laughs> a Duke or yeah. a uh, adventure, like a KTM adventure. But it's obviously small displacement. And so the one day I was driving by and I took a look at it, that's totally worth talking about. That's totally worth as talking about. As far as I know, it's yeah. Great Britain and Europe. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But so, it's badass. Yeah. And there's Shine Ray. Shine Ray has some bikes that are like that in that platform up to 450 to 500 cc's. Chinese bikes. This is, once again, these are Chinese bikes. That looks like an AGS, AJS 250. And the tank is the tank shape is very classic. What's the is, what's the manufacturer called? Caldwell. Caldwell. Or I'm sorry, Cadwell. C A D W E L L. It was a very British Cadwell. name. Cadwell. Cadwell. Didn't want to call any attention to it by calling it something like you know the angry ostrich or the uh, <laughs> raging phoenix fighting pigeon handsome boy. Cadwell one twenty five. Cadwell A J S one twenty five. Okay, so they got the A J S name in there. Suggested retail price of. One thousand eight hundred and ninety-eight pounds. So if they brought that into America, that would be around twenty-one hundred bucks. Mm, or a little more, no, maybe twenty-six. Well, how it works is whatever. our exchange rate would put it into the twenty-five or twenty-six. But motorcycles and cars that sell in the UK 
So if you get a car that's 15,000 pounds in the UK, when you get it here in the States, it's usually around $20,000. It's well, not quite a one-to-one. There's a metric in their market that makes it even more... Um, and then the second bottle of brown liquor shows up. Well, then... There's a metric in their market that it makes it even more attractive, and that is the very first bullet point on their key features. Yeah, seventeen-year-old learner legal. Yeah, seventeen-year-old learner legal is a one twenty-five. I wonder if it's fuel injected. Uh, oh, but in in the U.S. at seventeen, you can buy a fourteen hundred cc. Right. Uh, you know, you can buy that at sixteen. At sixteen, yeah. true. You can buy the biggest Harley they make. You can buy whatever the hell you want, man. And and, buy, and, buy and ride it with your ride it with your temp. If you got a six, if you're sixteen years old, <laughs> right. if you're sixteen years old and got a temp, our country says, do what you want. Yeah, we have no restrictions. <laughs> you kill yourself Go however right you out want to. Control. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, if you're sixteen, you know you do have to wear a helmet for the next two years. Right. <laughs> then you can take the helmet off. But the uh, it says absolutely nothing about fuel injection. Day. Yeah, I would have to imagine that if it were. That they, they would, would call it that out. They would tout they that. Would call it out. Yeah. So this is the idea. So you have the California Scooter Company bringing in these uh, 250cc adventure bikes, or, or you know, or a TT bike, or whatever. And they're all pretty much when they do a sale on them. Like right now, they got a sale going. They'll. It's kind of almost bike in the driveway for 3K. So now I'm going to just say my piece: bike in the driveway for 3K. And I'll, I'll add to that by saying brand new bike in the driveway for 3K. Brand new bike with a warranty in the driveway for brand new for 3K. But I immediately go, where, yeah, it's carbureted. Where am I going to get my parts? Where am I going to get my things service? Nice? Where am I going to get my services done? And Honda Clone. Little I mean, adorable it's a, overhead cam motor. It's a, yeah. it's a Honda 125. Yeah. That's all it is. That's the AJS. The, uh, but I guess I'm going to say, even as a person who knows I can do anything that the bike might need to have done to it in the first two years, and I can mechanically, I can knock it out without a problem. What if I decided that the problem was electrical? What if I decided the problem was something I didn't really want to service on a warranty item? Um, they say that you can take the bike to your... <laughs> as the cork goes in, as the cork turns. That's Chris's wallet opening. It is. It's the sound of Chris's wallet opening. <laughs> the moth flies out. The way, uh, the way California Scooter Company handles their warranty is that you take the bike to your. You take the bike to your local. Uh, Podcast listeners can't see that. <laughs> we, could, we could put it. We can put it up. We yeah. can put it in the show notes. It's a man whose willy has been turned into a bottle stop. The uh, that's usually my job. <laughs> keep that. Keep that liquor secure, son. The uh, but their idea is if you have a problem with your bike under warranty, you take it to your local motorcycle shop, <clears throat> and the mo- local motorcycle shop fixes it. They'll send the parts to the local motorcycle shop for the repair, and then the bill for the service goes back to the company. So, so not even okay. an authorized dealer. The, they don't have an authorized dealer set up. Okay. The automotive world is doing that same kind of thing with these extended warranty plans. Right. It's you, an out of house. Yeah, you buy. Warranty. Yeah, you buy a warranty, <clears throat> and it's not even a warranty like a bumper. It's it's you know, <coughs> it doesn't include tires, doesn't include brakes, doesn't include clutch. But like right. you yeah. can get everything else drink. covered. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. Well, I have one of those with um with with my Subaru. 
Um, my wife and I always buy uh, certified pre-owned. Usually it's a car that's two to three years old. You know, you let somebody else take the hit on it, and right. then you go buy a car with 30,000 miles on it sure. and get a, a deal. These things last for 300,000 miles. Yeah, right. But uh, what, uh, what they sell is what they call the wrap. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it, it's folded into your loan for five years. Okay. And it covers everything, except for, like John said, you know, it doesn't cover brake normal, pads. It, 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 normal wear items. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no oil changes, brake pads, or right. any of that. Yeah. But if I were to blow the motor up in my car, it's covered. It's covered. You've got a small deductible probably. $150. Yep. Yeah. So within the next five years, I need to blow the motor up in my car. (laughs) What I'm saying is there are, that's probably through Subaru, no? Yeah. Uh, It's through Gantt. Oh, I don't want to say the name of the dealership. It's through the dealership. Yeah. Well, you still have to go to their network or no? Yes. Okay. okay, so it is an in-house thing. It's not an issue. Yeah, um, yeah. If, for for anything that's covered under the wrap, yeah, uh, it, it's an in-house thing. Okay, well that's um, interesting. With with my wife's BMW that she just bought, um, there was some issues with it. Yeah, uh, and she was still covered under her like sixty-day warranty, and um, that is not in-house. Um, we can take it anywhere, and they reimburse us for it. Okay. So I took it to Ryan. Right, of course. Um, yeah. And of course, he <laughs> gave, gave me a nice inflated quote. Yeah, but <laughs> Ryan also is going to be the best person to work on that that car. Oh yeah, I mean, he's never going to find anybody better to do it than Ryan. He, I mean, he knew right away. He he told me every bit of knowledge I yeah. didn't even care to know about right. the motor in the car. You know, right. he he figured out exactly what was wrong with it and what needs to be replaced, and yeah. then he gave me a quote. We sent it to the auto dealership where she bought the car, and they sent us a check. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I bought a pickup truck in 2000. Uh, yeah, 2000. It was a, a <clears throat> less than two-year-old Dodge Dakota from big, huge dealer down right. in um, uh, Hudson. Okay. And it had a lot of miles on it. Yeah. Like a lot of miles. Yeah. For a two-year-old truck, it had like 50K on and it. And you bought it at a rural dealership. I bought a rural, de- rural dealership. Right. And I bought a warranty package that was an out-of-house warranty package that basically covered if what he just said if the engine would have blown i could but the deal was i didn't have to go to big huge dealership in hudson or their affiliates i could go anywhere what is it any dodge dealer uh i don't even know if it was dodge dealer specific i could go because one thing i did ask i said well can i go to you know, I, I have a favorite place in uh, where I live, right. which at the time was Lakewood, uh, family-owned joint, you know. And they said, yeah, as long as they're a certified, certified mechanic. Yeah. Sure. Go crazy. Well, that's good. And that was just like John Q Insurance Company selling this. Yeah, it's an aftermarket insurance. Yeah. Company. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an so aftermarket vehicle insurance policy. Um so if I'm considering that, like if that's one of the things that is that in the motorcycling industry now is what I'm asking. Well, yeah, we can sell. I can sell you out of house warranties. There are a number of corporations that we could sign up with, or you could, as a consumer, just Chris is here. Chris, Chris is here. Hey, is sorry here. I'm late. Sorry I'm, I'm late. Here. Grab something. We get you know. Chris is here and and squeak. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yep. What do we the, got here? Uh, that's that Evan Williams. How good is this? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. How would you rate it on a scale of one to two? I oh, I'd rate it a solid. I'd really rate it a solid four. <laughs> Medium claws. Yeah. The. Uh, uh, 
Yeah. That's the, very uh, nice. Hey, yeah. it's a nice drink. The, uh, but we can sell them to you, and you can buy them on your own. There's plenty of companies that would love to sell you an aftermarket warranty because there's tons of money in it. It's just such a such a profit base for all these guys. A lot of people will forget they have an aftermarket warning, warranty. They don't even remember they have it. So it's just not even a thing. Well, I mean, I've had... Yeah. Whose is this? Steve's. Steve Aru? Steve's got Or they'll Carhartt. sell the vehicle. Like, man, yeah. I love that, man. When, when I turned that vehicle oh, yeah, that. away a, a couple of years later... It still had warranty. It still had warranty, and of course, right. I had to get a hold of them and remind them that hey, there's a balance on this. Right. Yeah. This program, this there's, plan. There's six hundred dollars worth of warranty left on this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They they weren't about to volunteer to. No. You know. No, I got the when I bought the Tundra. That was the only new vehicle I've ever bought in my life, and so when it came down to it. I negotiated the. Uh, I, yeah, that's right. The podcaster <laughs> listeners can only hear the long iron lung internal <laughs> intake machine. They don't see the puff of smoke that has just exited your lungs and now it's not the smoke. Table. It's vapor. Well, it's vapor, all right. But yeah. it's, the, the iron lung. <laughs> yes, the iron lung. Hey, well, I'm going. I'm going. Grab a Bessie over it so she can see the TV. Why do you need <laughs> another chair? Because this one is collapsing under my massive weight. Yeah, it's weight. not an awesome chair. Uh, yeah, that's not a great chair. The uh, I think Emmy's been sitting on that and busting it up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. The uh, oh, that sounded wow. awesome. Whoa! Thank you. You're welcome, everyone, for that. Fingernails. <laughs> wow, that's what it sounds like when you drag a free chair across the concrete floor. The uh, but I guess so. Going back to topic, my biggest issue would be. That can we possibly, can I own this bike? I've been following their forum really hard for the California Scooter uh, Company forum and looking to see what problems their owners are having. And what I will tell you is their customer service is second to none, apparently. Mm -hmm. People that own these bikes and have had problems with them, they say that the California Scooter Company is very responsive and helps them out right away. The problem is they're having the problems in the first place. And they're having problems with the big mouth. There's a lot of a lot of headroom in that thing. Yeah. Well then. Yeah. No, it's not like it came from your jacket. No, oh, something snapped. The. Uh, <laughs> but a three thousand dollar motorcycle. Somebody. There are a number of Chinese three thousand dollar motorcycles that you can buy right now. We're not talking about anybody in particular. The one that comes to mind that's getting a lot of press is the California Scooter Company uh, BMW style um, adventure bike which they have in a couple of different versions. And they're advertising really hard. I'm seeing them on my Facebook feed a lot. But if you look at, I mean, just yeah. from a, a counterpoint of view. Well, I'm still going, yeah. You can buy a BMW, and, and their warranty, I mean, their their reliability has been way And that's down. where I'm saying, like, we say so. 3000 We say 3000 bucks. It shows up to 3000 bucks Because it's a Chinese product, because they said, you know, there are a number of people on this forum that say, yeah, it had this little problem, it had that little problem, it had that little problem. So I had three little problems, but they helped me work on my way through it. They talked me through what I needed. They sent me the parts I needed. I was able to make the changes, and now I feel that the bike is reliable. Now, I've watched some tests where they're comparing these bikes against other bikes, or they're putting them on, like, it seems pretty obvious that you don't buy one of these things to take it, like, across the fucking Denali. You know, you don't buy one of these things to take it anywhere there's gravel bigger than, like, you know, 
a tablespoon a of sand and that thing is done. Yeah, well, it just looks like it's not really an off-road vehicle. They're not even trying to claim. Everything's kind of light duty on it or maybe medium duty on it. Mm-hmm. And so the big argument seems to be like, well, I bought this bike, but compared to my KLX 250, it sucks. Or I bought this bike and compared to my, you know, DRZ 400, it sucks. Well, did you sit on it and ride it prior no. to buying it? You really can't. You get, it's not oh, you really that kind of no. thing. They're shipping it to your house. You're ordering it online. Oh, oh, okay. You're swiping a credit card and a motorcycle shows up in your driveway. I mean, like those two that they put on here. Yeah. Those two scooters. Oh, my God. Oh, that was some similar. So, I guess what I'm saying is, at a $3,000 price point, the positives are they appear to be, they appear to be concerned about, well, at least one company I'm following appears to be concerned with the experience you're having. They want you to be good to them. They want you to say good things about them. So they're giving, they're really bending over backwards to give you customer service. That's the experience that I'm reading other people are having. Is that something that they have to do? I have to assume that if they're selling a motorcycle for $3,000, the motorcycle's coming from China, I have to assume there's a pretty big fucking profit margin in that motorcycle. Was customer service enough, though? Profit margin. I mean... If we're getting a 14% margin on a Moto Guzzi, they're getting like a 30% margin on these motorcycles because the manufacturing cost is so low. And it's so so they have no dealers. So the dealer's not in there taking a 14-point cut. I don't know if I would take a 14-point cut. If I'm selling this bike for $3,000 and I'm making, you know, $380? Yeah, right. $400 (laughs) to sell somebody a motorcycle? Sweet Jesus, that's not enough in it for me to take somebody from hello, how are you, all the way to here's your motorcycle. But you make it up on the repair costs. <laughs> <laughs> Once the warranty's out, I'm sure you do. While the warranty's in, it could be another problem. I got a question. Yeah. So, so the bike. If, if, if you go back 60 years, yeah. when Honda yeah. tried to get, you, you know... Post World War II, Honda decided they're going to try to make motorcycles. I don't know what the reliability of those were. Whether they did make tremendously high quality motorcycles back then, and you weren't having a piece of shit, or this is just the next um, foreign builder trying to fill a niche market because Honda was filling a what? Hell yeah, they were a niche market. Absolutely, and it took them what fifteen twenty years to fill that market and to. To demonstrate reliability. Now, maybe they made a better product out the door. Right. That, but you know what? I'll bet that there are discussions like this going on six That's years ago, the, saying yeah. these things. This is the new Japan. Japanese invasion. Yeah. Our yeah. our yeah. shit. Right. And you guys know by your experience mm-hmm. that actually they 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 weren't shit. They were well made. Right. Smaller niche. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, see, and were, there was a lot of anti-Japan sentiment uh, of in course, 1961. Uh, no doubt about it. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. They were still it. making Hollywood movies where it was... No know, doubt about but, it. But the difference is, I think, with the Japan <laughs> with Japanese vehicles coming here... Yeah. And the back 60 years ago. Right. Back 60 years ago. Yep. Yeah. They had, a, they had something to prove. Mm-hmm. And so they actually... I, I do think that... I mean, maybe oh, they had rust I, issues... But they wanted to show the viability of having these vehicles, right. and the, and so they had to build a good vehicle, you know, so that people would would see that they would last, and so there's a reason to buy it. Or, the 1950s or, target for Japan was build it good, and now the, 19, the 2020s concept for China is build it cheap. cheap. Right, exactly. 
Okay. So so they came in with quality. Yeah. Whereas these are not coming in. Well, you don't you don't know yet. We right? don't know yet. Well, yeah, I, think we don't know yet. I think there's a the yeah. gamut of quality right. from Chinese. <clears throat> I do too. I absolutely have, agree. And I don't care if they say they're not you know ISO nine thousand. No, none of that matters. That, that doesn't mean <laughs> none anything. of that matters because you could have you could spend ten thousand dollars on a vehicle and have a blown up motor as soon right. as you get it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. So. If it's a Monday or a Friday car. <laughs> but but the point is, it doesn't necessarily make it a bad vehicle because it's made in China. Correct. It can be Correct. a bad vehicle because the, the plant doesn't give a shit yep. or they're buying crap pieces, parts, and whatnot. Yeah. As opposed to another plant says, we're going to make the best friggin' Chinese right. motorcycle we can. Right. And... They put out good units, and six years later, people saying, "Shit, you know, we should." Those things were great. So yeah, Chang Jang. Yeah. Well, yeah. It could, I mean, well, it could. you know, it all. Um, it all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where you can actually scratch your finger in the castings. Uh, no. <laughs> the, the CJ. We're talking about the the CJ uh, seven fifty motorcycles. That was a copy of a copy. The, uh, the the Russians copied the Germans, and then the Chinese copied the Russians. <laughs> and it, I, it I'm never, not. Yeah, I'm not. It's like never, a Xerox degradation. It's a Xerox of a Xerox of a Xerox. Of a Xerox. <laughs> I'm not it sure really what was. those things are made of. We had that one in the other in the old shop. I'm convinced the pistons and, are made uh, of wood. The carburetor flange Jeez. was bent. Yeah, the carburetor flange was bent. And I was literally I. Un- How do you bend a casting? I unbent it, <laughs> and then when I torched it down, it bent again. I'm like, castings aren't supposed to what bend. Is this lead? Ever. It's, it's made of lead. Fucking zinc. What is this goddamn thing made of? It's made of lead, and that's kind of like, and I guess, so I guess trying to be devil's advocate or trying to be like look on the stay on the sunny side of life. It is a motorcycle. It runs. It's brand new. It's got a warranty of some sort. If you take it to, you know, you'll have to take it to a shop that agrees to work on it. Because I have had a couple of bikes show up here. Now, we're not going to say what company they were from because I fucking don't remember, right? But we've had a couple of bikes show up. Yeah, well, no, no. That's a different story. We had a couple of bikes show up that were Chinese manufactured bikes where the people who sold them the bikes on the interweb or through eBay or whatever... Said, yeah, you got a warranty. Take it to whoever your local scooter shop is or whoever your local motorcycle shop is. And people walked in the door with this Fling Poo 500 or whatever it was. And they just immediately go, You have to give us warranty. Right. And they said, I brought my bike in for warranty work. And, and I looked over and I was like, Nah, here you don't, motherfucker. <laughs> right? Uh, that, that my mother says I need to take a laxative. That, Not in here you don't. <laughs> Wait a minute. That motherfucker don't look Italian. That's exactly <laughs> it. And I kind of play it. And they're like, no, no, no. The manufacturer said, you do the work. You send him the bill. He pays the bill. And I said, no. How about I this? Me. I, I do, do the work. work. You pay me. And you send him the bill. Yes, yeah. exactly. I like that one better. I straightened them right out. I made sure they understood the food chain around here. Yeah. So they, uh, so. I, the circle of life. Yeah. This is how we do. But it really was, and no fault of their own, they bought something. Somebody told them something. They had no reason to not believe it because they hadn't done their research, which means inherently they're stupid. So they, uh, <laughs> they, they made a purchase. Quid pro quo. They made a purchase without researching it. Did they run to their safe zone then? Right, exactly. Yeah, so we didn't work on it in that. In one case, we didn't work on it because I said, eh, fuck that. That's a weird thing. But then uh, it was like one of those weird, like, ice bear 
bikes. Well, are there on. are there units out there that you just buy cheap? You ride them and they start to break down. You say, "All right." Depends on how much money you have, I guess. Well, you know, but, I, I guess it depends on who you are personally. But I, I don't believe that anybody should ever purchase a, a motorcycle that has an inkling of being disposable. Whether and it's that, and that's the question. I mean, yeah. if if there are units out there that cannot be serviced, right. then they're essentially disposable, right? Right, and it is disposable. We joke we joke around that, about that a lot with a lot of the. Mainland China scooter manufacturers we saw where they're selling somebody a bike for around a thousand dollars, and we just say, you know, you can't expect anything more out of that. Yeah, you know, you ride it till it breaks. Lowest price gets lowest expectations, you know, and, and good luck, pal. Take it to all metal scrap and see what you get for <laughs> good it. Good luck for your thirty bucks, right? The, uh, but I guess that's my that's my game. Now, here's where we get into the cons, and there's going to be a mountain of them, and that's fine. <clears throat> I think the biggest con there is is it's just not built. Is that what two is? Us? Yeah, yeah. I think it is. The, I think the is of the is, or the it of the is, would be whatever it's replicating. Remember, that's that's a copy of something, right? We're looking at a picture of a motorcycle. It's not mm-hmm. its own thing. It's a thing that's made based on another thing. And people that have tested them said that it's not durable. It's not up to the task. You can't put stresses on it in a certain way. Well, okay, what about the thing it's based on? So if you did take that compared to a BMW F-Series you know, off-road bike or a 390, like a KTM 390 or even a KLX 250, if you compare it to any of those bikes, now granted, those other bikes are going to cost between 25% and 400% more. Correct, yeah, right? 400 is closer. Yeah, so that's going to be the this case. This is three thousand. Three thousand dollars. Yeah. But that is not that far off the price of a KLX two fifty. That's actually very pretty fucking close. So when people think three thousand dollars isn't a lot of money, well, they haven't wandered into the strange dark corners of motorcycle dealerships recently. The dark <coughs> corners is where people hide the two fifties and the three fifties and the three nineties that people aren't that crazy about. There's quite a few bikes that are in that low displacement category. That are in the four to five thousand dollar price range. This thing's, you know, it's KLX two fifty money, but it's like, it's eleven hundred GS looks. I mean, it's, look it at it. Replicates when you look at it, it replicates in like a GS full six fifty eight hundred. Yeah, it's got the aluminum right. bags that are, are probably plastic. really plastic. Yeah, they are. Break apart. Six it's got the, are plastic. Yeah, they are. And so that's where we get into. Okay, so we have to accept that for our three thousand dollars, we are definitely purchasing something that is not up to the same, even let's just say metallurgical standards, right? <laughs> right? Okay. Definitely. The rims aren't going to be as strong, right? The forks may not be as strong. They may not be the same diameter. They'll probably be a lot skinnier diameter. It's got spoked be, wheels, so you got yeah. tubes. Of course, yeah. And you know, you look at it's like probably a tubular steel, steel chassis. It's probably heavier than it is strong, right? As opposed to a lot of the more modern bikes, they're lighter and stronger, right? So light and strong. This looks like it might be heavy and not so strong. Uh, but So we know there's that differential there. So for your $3,000, you're accepting the fact that you're getting less bike. You're getting less hardness. You're getting less <coughs> target practical. Market, so your target market. Yeah. It's probably not going to use it as an adventure bike. Yeah, and I did read some reviews that said that this particular bike um, was advertised as going about 80 miles an hour, 
but they said the GPS showed it was actually totally pin- a broken in bike, totally 23. pinned at about 68 to 70. So 68 to 70 totally pinned. That's around the town bike. It's only around the town. Yeah. You it's take like that thing CB on the freeway, you're going to pop it. Yeah, it's, it's, bar, it's a bar hopper. It's a bar hopper, right, exactly. <clears throat> if, if you're going to try to... A 70-mile-an-hour motorcycle, remember, that's buddy 125 speeds we're talking about. Right. You know, a buddy 125 pinned will do very similar to that. Which you uh, could get for around the same price the same and price. would be a far more reliable bike. Engine. Sure. That's the excellent. That's an excellent question. I'm saying if you wanted to ride that bike from here to Mentor, which means 35 miles on the freeway, mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. you do 35 miles on the freeway at 70 miles an hour, which is maximum velocity? Straight through or with a number of stops? <laughs> well, in my world, Chris, I can't exactly do anything <laughs> but straight or through. Beer or I'm already let late. It cool down. And, let me start by saying, I, when I left, I was already late. Yeah. So I can't make stops. I have to get, arrive at my destination. And 35 miles on the freeway, you know, for a motorcycle that's supposed to be a kind of like a motorcycle that can do things, I do know that I could ride the KLX 250. 35 miles on the freeway at 80 miles an hour. I know that because I've done it. Uh, you know, I don't have any doubt that if I had a uh, CB200, that I could ride a CB200 at 70 miles an hour the whole way there on the freeway and not pop it. I've had a number of small displacement motorcycles that certainly, oh shit, this thing's brand new and probably fuel injected. Uh, I had motorcycles that were 1980. And carbureted that I know that I could drive at 35, I'm sorry, 35 miles at 70 plus and have GS no concern. GS 450. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you could absolutely buy a GS 450 for a lot less than $3,000. Wait a minute now. Don't be comparing big bores to these things. <laughs> Dude, there's no replacement for displacement. That's why I wrecked the GS 450, yo. It's a GS 450E. E stands for extra squareness. <laughs> Extra angles. <laughs> the uh, now realistically three thousand dollars. We had a thing we talked about in this podcast for years. No matter what vintage motorcycle you bought, <clears throat> I don't care what it was, you better be prepared to have three thousand dollars in the game. So if you buy it for five hundred, you're going to put around twenty five hundred in it. You know. By the time you get all your parts and labor tires and everything made so the bike's road safe. So I'm going to have to put 2500 in that bike I just bought today. What'd you buy for today? CB175. Nice segue! <laughs> so you really did buy a CB, CB175? I saw it at the state sale. What? What and year? I, uh, 71. 70. Is it the old CD style? No, it's got two carbs. Okay. Yeah, it's got two carbs, so maybe it's a 72. So it's not a dream style, it's a motorcycle style. Right. 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 <laughs> <Dream>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. You know what, to the one Honda Dream owner we have, it was nice knowing you. Because <laughs> he's just like, oh, dream versus real motorcycle. Well, fuck you. I think we all <laughs> know what I mean. Yeah, click. No, Monaco chassis so are better. So it's a tubular. I was gonna say it's a tubular steel fabricated chassis. Yeah, as opposed with to very a, little stamping. Yeah. Supposed, to be, supposed to be a hollow pumpkin style chassis. Yeah. It's, not, it's not my C seventy. With a big motor on it. Let's take a three hundred and five cc twin and let's go ahead and put it on the same exact kind of frame we use on <coughs> fucking Honda Passport. <laughs> this will be great. Stamped steel works. <laughs> said nobody ever <laughs> I was just say put that on a t-shirt uh, or we could 
Where is the elusive? Where is the elusive? 750cc Monaco Kahlo chassis motorcycle. Oh, oh, so I guess it wasn't that great of an idea. Yeah. I don't like any motorcycle where animals can live inside my frame. Large animals can live inside my frame. Deer. Deer. Why is there an antler coming out of the side of your bike? I don't know. I'm, He's sleeping. <laughs> Do you realize when you're going down the road, you're ejecting mice? <laughs> Shooting them right outside. The Are they coming out the tailpipes? No, they're coming out the middle. Well, that's just the corn. That's the corn they stuff. That's the corn coming out the tailpipe. Yeah. Yep. Hollow and motorcycles are two words that don't go well together. Yeah, my wife keeps feeding like uh, she keeps buying like this feed corn for the squirrels. What? Squirrel what? corn? You can, you can get like feed corn. It's like not so corn. You're that, the squirrels it's on the your... cob. Yeah, it's it's on the cob, but it's not corn that you would eat yourself. It's considered feed, corn, yeah, feed yeah, corn. Yeah. So you're saying that the squirrels in the in the forty fives are corn fed? They're, They're corn, corn fed. <laughs> they are corn fed. Are but they a trend yet? Do they jump out of your hand and eat the shit? We're trying. You're trying. We're trying. They waddle. But I'll tell you. I, I'm, I'm sure they don't jump very high. I, I'm just waiting after this winter to see how many places of, in my garage. Quite a bit of white meat on squirrel. Because <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of mice and other little critters getting it. And I'm, I'm going to be finding fucking corn everywhere. No, well, corn shit. I, was say, I wonder yeah, if they have the same issues that we have with corn. No, they'll process it. <laughs> they can break it down. Dude, that is white people problems right there. We're feeding. We're having, we're having problems with the roads we're feeding. No, I, I just want to see how many places I'm going to find it. <laughs> oh, the corn? Yeah. Sweet Jesus. Oh, oh man. The grip I mean, opening up air boxes on bikes and it's just going to be <laughs> filled with that's corn. That's, that, that's I just bar down the street. Yeah. That's just, I would never let that happen. That's just another way to speak about it. American politics right now. We're having a problem with the rodents that we're feeding. I, just, I really, really enjoy. I still like the one video where the guy's got the elaborate slingshot-like trap set up, and the little squirrel goes up and takes the bait, and then it fucking slingshot operates, and that squirrel disappears. That squirrel. We'll put the, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. But for for like, there was a moment in that squirrel's life. Every story that squirrel is going to tell from this point on is going to start with, Oh, shit. You're never going to believe this. <laughs> he was like, oh, Yay, food! I was, I was the first squirrel ever in this space program. There's fucking... I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess conservatively that that squirrel flew 75 feet. Easily. In one second. Easily. <laughs> the low atmospheric space program. And that's what squirrels are good for. Like backyard shenanigans. My neighbor to the my neighbor to the north, in their backyard, they got a clothesline strung up, and they've got at least three hundred dollars worth of feeders along the clothesline. Some are for birds. I think most of them are for birds. Boys. But then on the way to the birds, they have a couple of squirrel feeders that are like whirly gig things. You know, they got to climb up and then it flips them over, and they're like basically resetting targets if you like to shoot. But these are squirrel-related. Yeah, just show the video around. Just show the video around. Because, I don't know, there's there's no... Is is that YouTube when you just type in squirrel slingshot? I did. It's exactly what I typed yeah. in. Yeah. Slingshot trap squirrel. Slingshot trap. Oh, it's not a it's, trap. It's, no, no, no. A trap traps the animal. It's like a colander. <laughs> it's like a colander oh, sitting man. on its side. Mm-hmm. With, bungee with cords some real big bungee cords yeah. attached to it. And as soon as the animal gets up into it, they And you know what you didn't mention is in, there's there's a shot of the squirrel entering the tree. 
<laughs> bouncing off the tree. Bouncing off the tree. I've never seen the one where the squirrel bounces off the tree, but well, yeah, the and squirrel's, the squirrel's about gone. Four different shots. The squirrel's gone. But the squirrel just. <laughs> <laughs> cosmonauts don't get trained that hard. That's just it. Like, like here it is in the super slow mo. We just see the poop coming out of the squirrel's butt. He just keeps it. <laughs> yeah, it, he's it, like, ah. Yeah. I mean, this guy shot this from like five different cameras. Oh no! The thing is, though, what I've learned is there are more than one because I, I'm telling you, that's a different colander and it's a different squirrel. <laughs> copycat video. It's a copycat video. The but. But worth it. The long and short of it is you're feeding squirrels in the backyard. Uh, we are? We are. <laughs> how, how do we get on that topic? I have no idea. Squirrel! Uh, we're talking about hollow frame <laughs> motorcycles. <laughs> we're talking about hollow frame motorcycles because Steve bought a CB175 tubular chassis motorcycle. It's not a hollow frame. Right. Is it running? No. It was an estate sale. It was, in the, it was packed in the back of this garage. Title? Under, uh, yeah. Whoa! Under title. Wow. How Engines, much? No, Engine three. Wow. Five hundred bucks. Wow. wow. Nice. Yeah. It's more than I wanted to like spend, so but uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but you know, it wasn't butchered. It was hey, big the only thing that was bad on what it color was the handlebars. It? Red and white. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. The That's handlebars really cool. are a little rusty, but the yeah. rest of it's good. So no, you're gonna take the handlebars off anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. I'm happy. Throw some super bright bars on it. CL one seventy fives. Yeah. That's a real good motor. Yeah. It's a deceptively good motor. Because what Steve needed was another motorcycle. Well, in his life. we were talking about Steve. What motorcycle has to leave your garage? Oh, that's right. Ah! we're moving on. Ah, to this. Ah, 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 now that Chris Smith is here, I fresh oh, that shit. we are moving ah, on to I this. Topic. Fresh that shit. I totally pulled a Michael Fresh. Well, I thought about this. Yeah, long. I would say that and hard. Of all the bikes that I have, yeah. Most are running, and the yep. few that are not running, that I will have to get rid of the ST1100. The ST1100. It's got to go. Let's see, ST1100. And there's nothing the matter go. with it. I mean, it's got a great drivetrain. Yep. But it's just too fat. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's just, just it's just too big. It's it. I mean, it's <gasps> it's on par with the R1150. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But the 1150s. Do it just a little bit better. Okay. All right. And the four-cylinder vibration yeah. is is fine above seventy-five, but below it. But but at sixty-five, there's that the cadence is just not right. I just really? like the cadence. So. And so it's a four-cylinder motor because normally your thing is smoothness, like right. The and fact it's smooth is, is so. I mean, the thing is actually very smooth. Right. Except it's got uh, heli heli bars on it. Yeah, 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 and. It, I think it, it uh, removes some of the isolation. That yeah, because would, it's metal to metal, right. probably. Yeah. Right. So you had uh, some vibrate. You had that isolation on the yeah. standard bars. Yep. So um, at sixty-five, there is a slight, slight, slight buzz. Yeah. yeah. But it's it annoys me. Huh. So I so mean, eleven hundred's got to go. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna stick with the eleven fifties. I've decided oh. I'm gonna just keep my. BMWs and that Aprilia is the more I ride that Aprilia, yeah. the smoother and better it gets. It's just a fun bike, man. Yeah, the Mana, the Mana is a very, the Mana is a very strange bike, but it's a very rewarding it's bike very to ride. Strange, yeah. <laughs> it's very rewarding. It is different, uh, and that's part of the appeal to me is that it's different because I do ride a lot of different motorcycles and I ride a lot of bikes, but 
when you do ride a lot of bikes, you sit there and you go, well, I rode that Harley. No, that was that Harley. When I rode that Valkyrie, well, that was that Valkyrie. I rode that VT1100 Shadow, well, that was that VT1100 Shadow. When you ride the Mana, it's totally fucking different. When you ride the Zero Electric bike, it's totally fucking different. So, so for a guy that does have to ride a lot of bikes, I rode my Vespa in the other day because I just hadn't ridden in a while. I just hadn't ridden in you know a few weeks. And I really fucking enjoyed it. I really enjoyed riding the Vespa in because it's a Vespa, because it has different traits to it. And so, like, that diversity thing really, really felt good. So that, that felt good. So the ST1100 is on the chopping block. That's right. the one that's got to go. Right, and like you said, there's nothing the matter with it. No. There's nothing. Really? Yeah. yeah. What are you on for? No, there's nothing you can sell, John, right? Are you down to one? Um, I have the Goots. I yeah. have uh, Honda 600 that's... The, oh, you just got the last two project, seals yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Stella sidecar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're talking about. I have four KZ seven fifty Bs in my barn. Four KZ seven fifty Bs. I have one title. Oh my god! <laughs> three frames and four wow. engines and wow. Um, wow. I have a two fifty Honda Rebel. In the barn. You really do? Yeah. Wow, holy shit. Yep, yep. Wow. That one's, I'm going to pull the engine out of that one and put the engine on Luke's uh, mini bike frame. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, I, I really don't have anything that I would yeah. want to sell. I mean, if you had I, to. I, if I had to? Yeah. Boy, I guess I'd slap the Honda together and, and off it. I mean, really? Yeah. Bef- eh, probably before the okay. sidecar. The sidecar is fun with the kids. And, yeah. You can yeah. sell your wife. I can't sell my goods. Uh, gotta be a bike, man. Gotta be I a bike. I tried. Gotta be a bike. <laughs> she doesn't bring. She doesn't bring hey, that much to market. Hey, keep lowballing you. <laughs> less camels. Oh, less camels every year. This. I so Dustin, this. what bike would you get rid of? He's, he's in the shitter. I think he's down to three. I think he's got three bikes now. Yeah, Chris, what would you get rid of? I mean, uh, stable. Your stable yeah, bikes. Yeah, probably the Moto Guzzi. The V7. The V7. What? No, no I'm bullshitting. I don't know. You. I'm bullshitting you. Probably, you know, out of all the bikes, I I just love everything. So yeah, the Superhawk, the one that's for yeah, sale now. Yeah, the Superhawk. I yeah. just I just can't find a time to ride that. Right. And uh, I totally respect that. Yeah. Uh, or the ability to start it, but well, <laughs> you know, if well, I well, and for real, if, it's the if, least. If if I push it up here, I it's I, the I least reliable bike. Yeah, that you own. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's yeah. a great reason to sell it. But you know what the problem is? Mrs. Smith loves that bike. Really. And then and then the. The 73, yeah. 450, yeah. Ty loves that bike. Really? Yeah, my son Ty just loves the shit out of that bike. Yeah. And then uh, nice. the rest of them might... Do you take Mrs. Smith riding around on the Superhawk? She, no, she just loves looking at it. She just loves looking, looking at it. it. She it's loves just, the look a, of it. I mean, it's a beautiful bike. She loves the fact yeah. that it's a that, that, that it's a, uh, a vintage classic. It is, you know? yeah. yeah. Uh, the bike's got a lot... I mean, what we're talking it's about so is the, it's the got 305 so much going for it. Yeah, yeah, it's got so much going for it. Does. It does. I love those bikes. But Absolutely with, love them. With with six bikes mm-hmm. in a, in a two car garage, it's tough. Yeah, and it's so tough. I keep stealing your <laughs> yeah. your line of garage Tetris. Garage Tetris, and you've got enough room in your backyard. You can, you can put a pretty decent sized shed in there because the shed's not a fixed permanent. Thing. Oh. So the, the city but will the, let you get away the, with but it. But then we're talking There's about heat one. in the winter. Oh, no. just The shed is just cold storage. Just for... Yeah. For, for everything that isn't a motorcycle. 
Okay. okay. Yeah. So the lawnmowers. Yeah. Everything that up. isn't a motorcycle goes into the shed. <laughs> yeah. So and you could make the shed real nice. So all sailboat. Mrs. And, yeah. Uh, so all of Mrs. Smith's items can be in the shed. Yeah. Yeah. She's been a little pissy about that too. Well, that's my wife's rule in the winter time. The car's got to go in. Yep. Yeah. You know. When, there, when there's when there's no snow, yeah, the garage is mine. Right, but when there's snow, so she's when snow when snow's a coming, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta make room. You for gotta the attach tire. garage for a reason. Silly mm-hmm. woman, yeah. told us of garage not for car. Oh, we didn't know that you could put a car in our garage until we built the garage mall. And then once we built Which the garage, is a beautiful mall, structure by the way. It is. I love it. <laughs> but once we built it, and we got we still done. couldn't get cars in it. My wife got home, and I opened up because we installed a secondary the garage door. A, the only reason you get a car in it now is because get a lift in it. Right. I couldn't build a garage, so I bought my wife a snow brush. <laughs> <laughs> no garage. Here's your snow brush, baby. Steve, yeah. nobody does it better. Oh, the first time I had two cars in the in the actual attached garage, and they were like, you could pull the cars in, close the garage doors, and open the fucking doors, and, and <clears throat> never need a snow brush ever again. It was like... How beautiful was that? I have arrived. Yeah. Life is good. You know what this look is? <laughs> this look is me just realizing that my little Jeep CJ5 right. would fit into my garage. See? You have an attached Boy, garage. would my wife be pissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the CJ would fit in Honey, your, your Taurus won't fit. Right, but, but the CJ will. The CJ totally will. Well, CJ's going to be a hell of a winter car. Ooh, yeah. it's fine. I know, teasing. It's fine. Yeah. Hard top. Yeah. Yeah, I do have my to, CJ heater box. I do have to fix a my couple. He, my of CJ had bad heat problems. Oh, oh. this thing will run you out of there. Really? Yep. That's good. That's good. It will run you yeah. out of with there with a hard top and a good heater. That's a good winter vehicle. Come on, yeah, it'll run you out of Come there. Come on. It's, today, I wish I had an air conditioner because all the windows were fogging. Oh, really? The inside has like <laughs> it moves a lot of air, but it moves a lot of moist air. It moves a lot of moist air. <laughs> I found out something. Driving it this morning was probably the coldest I've driven this thing, mm-hmm. and it was raining, so it was really yeah. wet. Yeah. My my gauge fogs up. Oh, you know, oh the no. CJ's got the one yeah. big one clock big in dial. the middle. Yeah, it fogs from the inside <laughs> when you got the when you got the heater blower on. <laughs> Holy crap! The good news is you're not speeding. Yes, the good news is you yeah. have to do like yeah. forty seven hundred RPM to get <laughs> to it to speeding. do sixty five. <laughs> if you're speeding, you know about it. <laughs> no, actually, it's it's right about twenty five hundred to do sixty. Oh well, that's very reasonable. It yeah. still sounds pretty sounds ominous pretty from inside there. Yeah, yeah. it's rude around. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it'll do it. Good enough. My, Steve hates vibration. My winter right exactly. My winter car is going to be that Buick. Nice. And that Buick, I think I'm just. I'm just gonna. Oh, the I bought I bought snow tires for it this year for the Buick. Yeah, because the back tires. Metals? Yeah, the back tires the were the original X. factory, original factory Buick tires. No way. Yeah, because when we got the car, it had two flat tires. Like two. No, they were flat. Buick right on them. No, no, I mean, <laughs> they were flat, but they weren't flat. They had air in them. Yeah. But they were flat. They were only flat on the bottom. They were flat on the bottoms, and it was undrivable. This was so funny. And when they were out of sync. It was like some weird clown car that we had when we were kids. Yes. When they were in sync, I would swear to God, the front of the car would jump four inches off the ground every time it would go over. I have, I got it. You just sit low in the seat and look at the guy next to you. What year is it? It's uh, 2004. 
Original tires. Original factory tires. First Volkswagen was like that. This guy knew, gave me his car. Yeah. So I pulled it home on a, it was like snowing, the roads were covered. Yeah. I pushed this Volkswagen home and all four, it would stand in his backyard for like 10 years. So the tires were all flat spotted. So I inflated them, pushed it home and it was like, so I got it home and I got it running. Yeah. And so I started driving it around. He saw me driving it, and he took it back. Because he never gave me the title. What? He said, he's like, I'll get you the title for it. He used that. I would drag that fucker behind that Volkswagen. Uh, Fuck you. You well, gave it to the me. Best cars. Volkswagens were the best cars to bumper hitch on. You have, yeah, they were. <laughs> you have not seen any kind of tire issue. Into it. My second go, go, second go, Jeep, go, not my second vehicle, go, go. second Jeep. Was a what are you waiting for? A round of fucking sponsorship? No, an announcement. I just oh, you have an announcement? Been, I've been running around and I've been getting all the texts. Yeah. My baby Dustin sister an just announced she's pregnant. Your baby sister's pregnant? Yep. Seven years old. A granduncle. Wow. Granduncle. Yep. <laughs> her and her husband have been trying so hard. Here's to your baby sister getting knocked up. I could have helped their husband out. Yeah, uh, they've been trying for years. Your baby sister. They've gone to like fertility clinics. Really? And, I got. Oh yeah. Out. Been... They should have called me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're doing everything, yeah. and I got friends that they just walk near a woman and she gets pregnant. Sometimes it's not even their wife. Well, yeah, it's, <laughs> oops. <laughs> Hates when they hate when that So now my entire family's blowing my. Oh, phone your phone's up. gonna explode. Hey, Dustin, what bike would you get rid of? Oh, yeah. Out of your garage, you got to get rid of one. Which bike are you getting rid of? Bike's got to go away. That's CB750. CB, oh, so it's a CB750. CB750 is going to go. That wasn't even any hesitation. No, it was quick. It was a fast feed. Uh, <laughs> it's because it just needs so much work. Uh-huh. And, I mean, I, that bag of carbs on there is just shit. So I need a new bag of carbs Come for with it. Come the green thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought that was garage art. <laughs> oh, 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 I've never man. seen it move. I mean, oh, uh, I mean, I had it running. It's it's a crowd here. that lift company. Crowd. Yeah. I, I had it yeah. running at one point in time, yeah. and uh, I had to do a bunch more work to it. And uh, you took it down to the Rust Revival, right? No, no, no. 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 I, had, I had to do a bunch more work to it, and then just. Trying to get it back up and running again. It's just not firing on all four. The yeah. carbs are just shit. Ah. So, you know, it. I mean, I think not a whole lot of work yeah. could get that bike going with the right parts. Right. Yeah. You know, but at this point, I'm just like, yeah, maybe it should go away. Yeah. You know, and then and Mark did that really nice paint job on it. Yeah. And it got all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not because of me. No, no. Because he right. cut corners and... Right. He didn't, didn't do, do a good yeah. job. He didn't do a great part. Yeah, he didn't do a great paint job on it. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it needs to be repainted. It needs, you know, a new bank of carbs. Yeah. You know, but I think it could still be a great running bike. Of course it could. It just needs a, a whole lot. Yeah. Of it. We should pick it up, pull it into the shop for yeah. a wintertime project. Yeah. I bet you, like, Mike and I in two days could probably no. get... No. Those hours need to be paid for, billable hours, by <laughs> customers. Yeah. It's not Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, if we're in there, we're working on these playhouse. It's fucking 45, 55 goddamn miles from my house. It is not going to be. If we're going to be there three days a week, we're going to be getting a lot of work done for those three hours a week. And shit we need to sell. Speaking of shit we need to sell. Boy, what a hard ass he's I know, I'm terrible. I'm <laughs> fucking mercenary, man. Do you know why? I've, well, had you three or four, I've had three or four dicks broken off my ass in the past month. So, you know, after oh, the fourth one, you start, to get a little, you start to get a little grizzled. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a fucking dick farm. 
in my yeah. Yeah. It's just people are planting dicks in my ass and walking away. How and, proud uh, you must be. I'm very proud. Yeah, I'm very proud. Yeah, it's not cool. Well, it is harvest yeah. season. Yeah. It's harvest. I'm going to harvest all these dicks. All I can think of is the Sam Kennison skit. Oh, leper whore. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Yep, I feel like Sam yeah. Kennison. Yeah. Uh, good reference. Uh, you know, That's not mine. A you leper whore. A lot of really good people are going to have to suffer for the way I've been treated this month. I'm going to be taking it out on a lot of really good people. That's it. Yeah. Man, he turned into a hard ass. I wonder what did it. Oh, oh, I think we know. Yeah, you don't want to yeah, know. Yeah, you don't fucking want to know. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, I, I I really understand how you feel a lot of times Yeah. because of the past few weeks where you've had to right. take days off. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I... Sorry, Never I need mind. to silence my phone because I'm, I'm sorry this is disrupting the podcast. Playing. But... Uh, you know, when you're not at the shop, yeah. I have to, I have to become Phil. Yeah, you have to become surrogate Phil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so you there's two ways to handle it. The one yeah. way to do it, the one way to handle it is to say, whoa, 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 whoa. Phil's not here right now. Name and phone number. I'll have him call you when he gets back. That's I the do, easy way. To I do, do that a lot. The not so easy <clears> way is let me try to help you. And when you try to say let me try to help you. I'm sorry. Well, if it's more than 15 seconds long. The the people that come in and directly ask for you, I say, Phil's out of town right now. Uh, Let me get your name and number, and he'll be back, or he'll be back on, you know, Thursday. That's right. Or whatever. And those people are cool, but it's the punters that come in that don't know you. No. They're just like, I'm just here looking around. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Vilmos. Yeah. He came in. The Crypt Keeper. Yeah. He came in twice. Yeah. That man will occupy two hours of your time yeah. in a... Do you know why? Because when you get to 147 years old like he is... <clears throat> yeah. All right? Got nothing to do. Yeah. It's three-toed sloth time. You like Your whole world is like he's reaction try, he's, time. He's trying to take up his day. Guy? No. This is a guy that has a California 1400 touring. Then he rides the fuck out of He's got 67,000 miles on it already. Oh. The bike's not two years old. Uh... It's ridiculous how much this guy rides. And he's also, like we said... He just goes, oh, I'm going to ride to California. Yeah. You know, hops on his bike and rides yeah. to California. But he does all of his own maintenance. <clears throat> that means he changes his own tires. He does his own oil. He does everything on his own. Yeah, that's and, what I sold him was oil and a right. filter yeah. and a, a bunch of shit the other day. Do you know day. how you can tell it's... A hat. Do you know how you can tell it's a Saturday? Because Vilmos buys another oil filter and four quarts of oil. Because that's the way the fucking guy puts miles on a bike. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Phil, I want you to reset yeah. wrench on my dashboard because he's uh, probably Slovenian. No, I actually think he's uh, Vladivostok. I think he's yeah. I think he's uh, he's was, from Dubrovnik. Uh, I think he might yeah. be. I think he might be from. Uh, I read with my son that his Harley friends they can't keep up with my California. <laughs> I actually think he might be vampire. I'm fairly certain he's a vampire. Yeah, he's he, 147 he, years old. California. Yeah. I think somebody bit him in the neck when he was 82. And he's been alive since the 40s or the 50s. Fucking grandpa on that monster. one neck bite. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there, there's he another looks guy. looks like the fucking Crypt Keeper, though. Yeah. There's no body fat on this guy. He's six foot one and like 150 pounds. Yeah, but he rides around at 1,400 like it's nothing, yeah. There's another guy I won't mention because he probably listens to the podcast. <laughs> <coughs> but uh, same, same thing. I've seen, I've seen him occupy so much of your time. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, there are people that come in and, and just, 
want to spend yeah. two or three hours. They have some time. To oh, go. So I was just out for a ride. Figured right. I'd stop in, yep. see what's going on at yep. the shop. Yeah. You know, and and it's just like you, you should put a couch in with a coffee machine. Well, <clears throat> you know, I'm starting to understand the value of that. Because then if I give you a couch and a coffee maker, that ins- fuck up that, and go sit down. Right? That inspi- no, that inspires couch, you to stay. No, but you know what? There's something to it. If I don't give you a couch and a coffee maker, then I'm going to have to be around you in case you actually want to ask a question or something else. I'm going to feel the need to tend to you because you're in my store, right? Well, you're, all of a sudden you a you're coffee, going to become a barista. If I give you a couch and a coffee maker, then I can be like... I. What do you want, motherfucker? I gave you a couch and a coffee maker. Yeah. You don't get, get the, me. I gave you a couch and a coffee get maker. Get away from Get away from <laughs> me. Yeah, go back to your couch. <laughs> did I let you off Did I let couch? you off your couch? I did not let you off your couch. I'm walking Sit away the from the couch. Down. I'm walking away from the couch. What? You can't follow me. He left yeah. and came back twice. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> like, he left, and all of a sudden he's back looking at motorcycles. I'm like, hey, you all right, dude? And he's like, oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah. I, 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 there is such a thing as left. being too retired. Yeah, yeah. There is such a thing as being too. Well, retired. and Not in his world, <laughs> there, there was that one dude. I'm gonna think we're the fourth motorcycle shop on his rounds. Yeah. <laughs> you, you texted me the one day about like, all right, this dude's buying this uh, Griso. Oh yeah, 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 You know, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're working yeah. the deal up on the West Side shop. Go in, you know, and and I got there on time, and he came in. This deal is set in stone. All you can do is fuck this up. Like, this guy is going to spend $11,000 today. Oh, no, he was All you can not. do is fuck it up. And Dustin's like, he punted out. <laughs> he punted. I mean, he punted like a third-string punter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this dude was asking me questions like, what's the spark plug gap? Right. What's the spark? Well, that's where people just say, <clears throat> I'm, I'm into the romantic idea of buying a motorcycle. I want to experience what it's like to be a customer and have my dick sucked. <laughs> Is that part of the sales process? Yes. It just comes <laughs> in different forms. Right. It's giving somebody something they think they want or need in the experience so they can have the girlfriend experience. And that's where it just comes into this whole, like, okay, I'm going to ask this guy questions until he can't answer one. And then I'm going to say, aha! You couldn't answer that question. That's I'm what he was trying to do. Bike. That's so, exactly what he was trying to do. And right. I, I felt that. I was like, this dude is trying to fucking out-question out, out me right. That's on all this motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like when he got down to like, what's the spark plug gap? I'm like, 0.35. Yeah, I mean, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Which I don't even know if that It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's you a know? quarter of an inch. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> so, so when I buy a bike, I walk into the store. I'm like, where's my title? Yeah. <laughs> But then, there's the like, title. <laughs> him and his wife or girlfriend or whoever it was okay, were just like on the table. <laughs> you know, I, I'm like, I'm like, you're. Well, that's even... saying something because I've never seen him with a woman before. Yeah, he was in there with, a... and I had my doubts. Yeah, he was in there with a wife or a girlfriend, yeah. whoever it was. Yeah. And um, so uh, I'm like, so you and Phil already have a, a, a deal worked out on this? I yeah, guess I'm I gave him to... amazing price. Yeah, I was like, I guess I'm supposed to call the West Side Shop and we're going to work all this out. He's like, Yeah, we had something worked out. Oh, fuck you with the ass. Yeah. Yeah. So then they're like, well, oh, we had something worked out. Would you say that something was a deal? Yeah. Um, and and then they go. You could call it a deal. Then they go, well, okay. Well, thank you. We're going to go get tacos. Okay. Fine. I'm like, off. all right, cool. Yeah. Great. You know, come back when you're yeah. ready. Right. And not 15 minutes later, the creeper beeper's going off. Yeah. And they're back. And I go out front <laughs> and they're back and they're looking at Vespas. Yeah. Yeah. And then he starts 
asking me 18 billion questions about the Vespa, yeah. including the spark plug gap. Well, Dustin, I can only got, I can only buy bikes with spark plug gaps that are less than .08. So yeah. that's the way I roll. <laughs> well, just, just to change up the numbers, yeah. I told him the spark plug gap on the Vespa was .32. .32, just to make it a little <laughs> yeah. bit, yeah, just to make it a little bit different. Different one. And then they punted on that, right? And I was like, "Well, go enjoy your tacos, please. I have work to do." Welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. I know. I go back and I tell Mike, "I'm like, I'm like, I'm Phil today." Yeah. That's I'm, what like, you're doing. I, I'm like I'm yeah. like I understand his frustrations. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. That's Craigslist. I'd be sitting there going, "Same thing with Craigslist." Please ask about the Cal 400. Please ask. About <laughs> yeah. What's the gap? There is none. <laughs> it has no gap. Mind blown. <laughs> Mind blue. <laughs> yeah, I have never yeah. once ever had a person ask me what the spark plug gap was I in any vehicle ever. It took one of the, one of our guys. We did. We we documented it. It was 12 years. It took him 12 actual years to <gasps> make a purchase. I remember that guy. And he still comes in. And uh, But once we cracked the seal, motherfucker. One hell of a... He buy. bought three bikes, didn't he? Three bikes. Yeah. So it took him 12 years to buy a scooter. And I mean, this is the guy that came in, and he took so long to pick out the scooter he was going to buy... That the scooter company changed scooters three times. They changed generations. They're the third goddamn generation. They changed ownership twice. <laughs> <laughs> they did oh not. God. like. And he was there for 12 years. And I mean, he, he was a guy that was in the shop twice a week. And he was in the sh- twice a week for hours. Hour or two at a time. And he'd be looking at it and he'd go, now that's a, now that's a Schrader valve stem. But I notice it has a blue valve stem cap. Now, does that mean that the Schrader valve stem came from China or from Taiwan? Of course. Are those tires filled with nitrogen? Oh, my... No, <laughs> no it, you know what? It wasn't, are they that filled with nitrogen? Cap. It would be, can they be filled with nitrogen? He His big thing was asking potential uh. future circumstances. He, like my, my wife uses the term, he's borrowing trouble. Right. Right? And he was big at borrowing trouble. He was big at saying, you know, in the future, when I'm riding this bike at 75 miles an hour and I have a back tire blowout, you're dead. Which of these three bikes is better to be on? <laughs> I'm like, oh, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Yeah, fuck and, you, you're dead on all of them. Right. And I was just like, oh. So eventually, I, from the same thing. I fired him. I fired him as There's a customer. There's plenty of people that suffer from that. They don't want to know. Paralysis by analysis. Yeah. yeah. They, don't want, they, they don't want to realize. That they made the decision today, and that six months from today, the greatest thing in the world comes along, and you're locked in, you're trapped, you're never allowed to buy another motorcycle in your life because you bought a motorcycle six months the ago. The problem is, is that they need yeah. to work this all I mean, out uh, yeah. before yeah. they come in. Yep. yep. And so you do the analysis before yeah. you deal with yeah. anybody else, and then as soon as you're done and satisfied with your own right. analysis, then you can go in and you don't need to bug anybody. Well, and I try to cut to the chase of most people. I'm like, you know, I'm a person that when I go to buy a thing, I know more about the thing that I'm buying than the person trying to sell it to me. Oh, mm-hmm. Almost always. That's the way I operate. Yeah, yeah almost always. How's that be... go over with your customer? What's that? How's that go over with your customer? Well, that's, the, that's exactly it. And I, you know, <laughs> I tell them that. And I said, so I understand your concerns. I understand your thing. And I usually try to tell people, and they're like, well, <clears> you know, I'm putting a really, I'm putting a lot of care. I'm really being careful on this because I don't know if this is the bike that I want to buy. I was like, you know what? 
you're putting the amount of effort you should put into this decision. Imagine how much effort I put into the decision. I had to buy 26 of them. I guarantee I put 26 times more thought into the idea of buying because I didn't get to buy one and see whether or not I loved it, get rid of it after two years. I had to buy 26 of them and deal with 26 people that are making that same decision on a minimum basis. But it's not the bike as yeah. much as just the ride. Yeah. And if you need to, if you're a novice, you need to just get on. The yeah, bike. just get on a fucking bike. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, you don't need to spend don't a ton of money. Yeah. Just right. buy something, right. ride it. Yeah, don't See nitpick. what you like because yeah. you're not going to know what you like right. until you ride. Wow. And then uh, your, your tastes are, yeah. they become refined. Can I use your phone for a minute? A lot of first time well, buyers. Well, it's going. I'm going to stick it in my pants. Paralysis by analysis. <laughs> that phone is exploding. Yeah, that's my entire And a lot of first time buyers. Entire family. Family. First time they bought a motorcycle, they're nervous. <clears throat> so they want to make sure they're buying the right bike. And they do put a ton of effort into it. And I'm like, whatever you buy is wrong. Yeah, but you've got that 30 day money back guarantee. So, <laughs> and then there what are they those, got to lose? With the free delivery to, to Gettysburg and yeah. the pickup in Gettysburg. Yeah. yeah. And then there are those Friday days when you get a couple of those customers of in a row. You know, you get a couple of those. Then there are those days you get a couple of those customers in a row. In a row? And you're sitting there going. sitting across the street at Dunkin' Donuts. They're waiting for the, this one to come out, and he goes over and goes, All right, Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> Okay, Sam. Take, All right, Sam. Hey, Sam. Arrow. <laughs> and that's what it is. I just figure you're sitting there going, you know, you know, selling Chinese fucking bikes on the web. <laughs> that's a great uh, idea. Don't look too bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. What are the? I could have sold 16 Chinese bikes at the $900 profit per unit in the time it takes me to lose money on a Vespa. Especially if you have one of those <laughs> robo voice things. Yeah. You know, yeah. Robo AI robo. There thing. is an election coming up. You well, are getting 50 phone calls a day from. Hello, this is Carrie. Hi. May I help you? Can you, you hear me? Aren't you a <laughs> No. I am not a robot. I am speaking through a computer. Yeah, I have artificial intelligence. I never thought I would say this, but I think one of the biggest wastes of time in our shop... Yeah. Is the, the phone? <laughs> the, the vintage bikes. Of course. Because yeah. people come in and they're like, ooh. And I'm like, yeah, you, you have no business. You, you have no business owning that motorcycle. You know, It's my job every day. I, I'm yeah. a dream crusher. It's my job. Yeah, And then they want to talk about them, especially the old guys that are just like, oh, God, I had one of those back in the 70s. It was great. Oh, that's a good-looking no. one. It's like, no, I will tell no. you the real story. No. That I the real story. This is not a bullshit story. This is a real story. <clears throat> when we got Moto Guzzi. I had a guy come into my shop. We had Moto Guzzi D7 sitting there. And he goes, Oh, Moto Guzzi, man. I I love when they call it Moto Guzzi. I saw one of those in a parking lot in 74. And it was red. (laughs) End of statement. There you go. (laughs) I saw one of those in a parking lot and it was red. And that's how this guy opened. And I said, I'm going to have to kill myself. <laughs> because if that's this guy's call, this this guy, like, we're bonded. We're kind of the same thing. Because people want to have a connection. And they want to have a connection. His connection was that he had saw one with his own fucking eyes in 1974. And it was red. And I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. Right? And I just decided, I was like, I'm going knee deep. That's it. 
Those are like, buying signals right there. Oh, clearly, that's a buying signal. Yeah. 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 I think we he saw right 1974. Right. Yeah. And I just went, oh, we're going to die. We're going to die here. And uh, I did. I, I said, well, are you going to be buying a bike in the next three months? Or can I fuck off? Yeah. Says, and, nah. and he goes, don't pay any attention to me. I'm just looking. And I was like, fantastic. I took two steps away. And he goes, now, I've got a question about this thing. And that's the lie. The lie is always, that's okay. I'm just looking. Or can I help you? Worst thing you can ever say. Can I help you? No, I'm just looking. Good. Great. That gives me permission to fuck off and do other things. Oh, I didn't say neglect me. I have needs. I'm not going to buy anything. I'm just looking. But I want to talk to you about everything in the showroom. Fuck you. Because I'm lonely. Because my doctor's appointment is not for two hours. I've got to kill some time. I'm lonely and retired. I'm lonely. Don't you have any girls that work just here? Hang a tea from the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the amount of, like... Teat. It's amazing the amount of just like yep. elderly men. That, elderly that come in the shop. Middle aged <laughs> in Chris's world. You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna live to be 140. Wow. Yeah, there's a, a the one. Again, I don't want to name his name. Because <laughs> okay. he, he might listen to the podcast. It doesn't matter. There yeah. are people that come into my shop and spend good money, and those people always have my ear, and I give them all the time. The this world. guy spends good money, right? And if so, they spend good money and they're, they they understand the way the business works, I will be thrilled to hang out with them because they're understanding the relationship and he brings between us booze. Well, that's not <laughs> okay. Can't First of all, and he's got a mole on his face and he's five foot two and he weighs hundred thirty pounds. <laughs> when he wears orange shoes, shoes and yeah. drives a Buick. Anybody who comes into my shop and spends. <laughs> if they spend ten dollars a month just to remind me that I'm a businessman. If they spend ten dollars a month just to remind me, remind me that, that they care, because I have a lot of businesses that I do that to, that I'm just like, ah, I wonder what they're up to. Let me pop in, buy a twenty dollar thing, whatever. Hey, how you doing? Just you know, shoot the shit and get the fuck out of there. You know, because I run a business too. I know what it's like. You know, pop in, support your shop, give them some money, see what's new. It's like and tipping then, too. And get the fuck out. You know, <laughs> and that's cool. Do your thing. Pop in. Yeah, that's the, what I always did when I met you, you know. And yeah. The, the I'd, I'd is, pop into the shop and buy a pair of gloves every now right. and then, you know. And then but we have other people that are like, they <clears> pop <throat> in the shop. Worn out <laughs> they pop in the shop oh, and they bring me. us a bottle of booze. <laughs> Only the right way. Or they pop in the shop out. and they bring us, you know, a, gro- a growler of beer. They pop in the or shop. A pound and they, of. Uh, but then they also spend money. So Jesus is Christmas. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, there's people that you meet that become your friends because of the shop. There's people that. Come into the shop and they're trying to hold you hostage into, because they need a friend. And they're like, oh man. So you do get to, when you work in a shop environment, you do get all those kinds of people <clears> coming <throat> and going every single day. So am I the hostage guy? <laughs> Which guy am I? How do I fit into this scenario? <laughs> How do you keep eating those things? I love those things. They are completely dead. They're stale as fuck. Yeah. They are the dandy. I mean, these are literally, these are the ones we had in the podcast these, like a month these, ago. These Jumping melt. jeepers. We're in an hour these and 20. Are the, these are really, it's, like the, it's like the beer from the language. Okay. We're going to well, have they, a game. The they, game is. They melt in your mouth, for Christ's sake. They're chewy. They're not supposed to be. So these are the original dandy corn twisties, but they're the hot variety. We had these in the podcast a little while ago. It was two or three months ago. Would anyone like to guess? <laughs> wait for it. Would anyone like to guess what the best buy date is, or the, uh, uh, the date stamped on the bag? I'm going to say 2016. Uh, June, spring, August. Okay, June. We narrow down I'm, I'm saying June. July. Give me, say month. Month. Give me a two-week Give me a two-week Okay, August uh, 18th, my birthday. August 18th, uh, seven fifteen to seven thirty. Okay. 
I thought it was cold when you got this. <laughs> I said June. <laughs> I thought it was cold. So what are you thinking? Or you already seen it? I was saying May. I thought it was May. May. Yeah. Uh, Chris Smith, you're the big winner. It's uh, the 25th of July. <laughs> yeah. So these were best before July 25th. And you know what? You're right. They were best. But yeah, now they're purchased in June. And, and, and they're not best no more. And they're best. They're better than best right now because I love me. I love me a stale corn twisty. Uh. Fuck, wow, um, those things are fucking awful. They're chewy. Yeah. I like no, them better when they're no, chewy. They, they, they melt in your mouth. Like, uh, <laughs> they melt in your mouth like what? You know, whoa, yeah, like sponge hey. candy. Yeah, they're awesome. Not to say if sponge like candy was cheese after and After a few uh, drinks. What? Yeah. But did you ever tell us what you, the bike you were going to get rid of? I didn't. Nope. How would that Steve. sound like me after Thank a few you, drinks? Steve. Wait a minute. Because <laughs> you always ask Phil oh. something you already said. <laughs> when you're totally wasted. <laughs> That's only when he's faced. I yeah. haven't, so I haven't been totally wasted in a long time. No, no. Not tonight. <laughs> well, it's I had been a long while. think about it. You, you haven't been Michael Froster. Yeah. An RV 125. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I wanted to make virtually no impact in my world. Uh, so I figured that because of this, the kind of... <clears throat> Tri-level effect? Yeah, the exchange rate of the units I have. I've decided I'm going to get rid of easy everything that's silver of my CBs. Get the hell out of here! Do you have any 354s? I don't think I do. Well, I, I would buy. I, I think you have the. I think you have my only one. Yeah. Um, anyway, get the hell out! No, I'm getting right. I thought about it. Ugh. I'm getting rid of all the CB750s. I'm getting all rid of the CB350s. I'm getting rid of all the CB. I'm getting rid of my CB400s. Uh, I'm getting rid of my CB500 four-cylinder sexual chocolate. Uh, I'm getting rid of all of them. <laughs> and I just decided that if I make a thing that just says I'm getting rid of my CBs, that's like 21 bikes. Hmm. And what it will leave me is 4,900 carburetors I don't have to clean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I just... That's, that's yeah. a big decision in life. It is, and it is a big decision. I was thinking about it a lot. I was like, well, okay, why would I get rid of my PC-800? It's, it's, it's loyal, it works great, it looks great, it works... So that's a good subject for next next week? Yeah. What bike would you not get rid of? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it comes down to one kind of deal. I don't fucking know if I... I mean, well, there's a reason I'm in business, is because I couldn't do one. Yeah. I couldn't do one. Right? I really couldn't do one. I mean, that was the whole reason this whole thing started, was because I couldn't do one. But, yeah, I'm dead serious. I I think that it's the most ridiculous cut, but if I just say whole hog, I'm getting rid of all the CBs. That'll be the motivator for me to get rid of all the other ancillary bullshit, too. And I think I'm ready to be, I think I'm ready to be, like, totally fuel injected. CBless. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't really. Sibelius. Well, I, you notice I didn't say that I was going to get rid of my GB500. You know, uh, my KLRs are safe. <clears throat> but I really don't. I love my. I do love my CB400F Super Sport, the one that I rode all over California and stuff. Uh-huh. I do love that motorcycle, but it is small. You know, it's a small bike. And you're not small. And I'm not a small person. So anymore. Yeah, you yeah, anymore. <laughs> you ruled the dragon on that that one year though. It's well, a very easy bike to ride fast. When we went down for the two the do the yeah. fun meet at the dragon. I feel I mean, very you, at home on that bike. You fucking smoked 
everyone. But it's on that CB four hundred. Dude's on eleven hundreds. It's in bigger bikes. It's the perfect. The dragon yeah. is the right environment for that motorcycle. Yeah, I mean, Phil and just destroyed these dudes. It was hilarious. It was. It's the right bike for that road. It really is, and that bike, CB four hundreds. I've I've had one for since I was you know twenty years old. I've never not had one of those bikes. So, I guess, but I it is time to, it's time to make a fucking change, man. I can't believe it. Like the other day, I wanted to take the Fiesta. Out for a ride. (laughs) You don't hear that often. (laughs) (laughs) The other day I wanted to take the Fiesta out for a ride. Because it was just that level of gray and rainy enough. That that the Fiesta is the right thing for that kind of level of gray and rainy. I swear, like, the only two people I know that appreciate that car, like you and Ryan. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I like like those cars. Yeah, yeah. Better than the Festiva. That was a sad day when they got rid of the Fiesta and went to. Uh, you know. The Festiva is no substitute. No, no. it's not. Fiesta is a much better car. The, uh, but I tried. I was thinking about. It, I was like, I gotta get. I'm gonna get the Fiesta. So I went in the back to get the Fiesta, and I realized you know it's up on the lift, but it's all ready to go. But I was like, I gotta move seven motorcycles just to get to it. Just to get the Fiesta down off the lift. That's commitment. And I went out and I looked at it and I started counting CBs. And I started counting CBs and I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. If I just <laughs> white got people rid of the problems. CBs, you know? Um, yeah, and it's, and it's boring white people problems, too, because they're CBs. What about CLs? Are you going to keep CLs? No. Well, All variants? CBs. So I can keep my Superhawk. I can keep my dream. Yeah. I can keep the dream. I can keep the Superhawk. But... Everything with a CB in the title has got to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I want to go to that fire cell. I'm probably back. I'm not buying any more bikes this year. <laughs> got a CB-175 and most of Phil's collection. <laughs> We're in an hour and a half, man. I just we couldn't stand to see him go to anybody up. else. Yeah, anybody else got any hot, hot potato, hot news, anything that's important? What is this call you made over to Delzani this week? Are we talking about that? Uh, How'd you hear about don't, it? I was over at his house or his uh, shop yesterday. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, and we don't have to talk about it if you don't want. I don't to. think that's probably podcast. Uh... That's fine. You know yeah, what? So never mind. No, we can never do it. We can mind. do it. It's, no, it's okay. No, no, no. It's no, just... no it's, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Stop. Forget it. Forget yeah. it. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah, we'll talk about it at some point. No, we're gonna let it. We're gonna let yeah, it simmer down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, settle down. Yeah, we'll let it simmer down a little bit first. But that's just we'll we'll talk about that in a later podcast because there's a there's a place for that yeah there's a place for that we'll have the discussion I just want to I want to sort it out first I want to find out who he really is first yeah because there's, there's still a mystery I, so I want to hear I want to hear the story before we tell it on the podcast we're gonna we're gonna shut the microphone off and then we'll tell the story all right yeah so on that remember please to uh, what do we, we, we gotta drive fast and take chances. Really? Really?